Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 96 of the Big Boo Cast. In this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about all manner of fun things. And we're also going to do something a little bit different at the end. Since Melanie and I have had all kinds of scheduling issues trying to figure out times to podcast, we've also not really been able to schedule people that we really wanted to talk to to be on the podcast. And so we're going to try something every once in a while where we add a little content to the end from somebody that we love a lot and know that you'll love too. Today, that person is Jamie Golden. So Jamie and I are going to talk about, well, you'll just have to wait and see, but it was a ton of fun to talk to her and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Before we get started though, I wanted to take just a minute to tell y'all about swap.com. With over 2 million unique items to shop, Swap.com is the largest online consignment and thrift store for women, men, and children. Swap.com offers more than 10,000 beloved brands the whole family can enjoy, including Gap, Calvin Klein, J. Crew, Seven for All Mankind, and many more. It offers shoppers the best prices up to 80 to 90% off average retail on all popular brands without sacrificing quality or style. Plus, Swap.com makes it simple and seamless to shop online. By using Swap.com's filters, you can sort by price or brand or condition to find whatever you need quickly. And even better is that Swap.com carefully screens each item received to ensure that it's in pristine condition before going onto the site. In fact, there are hundreds and thousands of items that are still new with tags, which means they've never been worn and still have the tag on. You can feel great about your purchases that you make on swap.com, knowing that shopping secondhand helps keep clothes out of landfills and you're not paying the prices you might pay for new brand name clothes. This is a great place to discover awesome discounts on gently used clothes. So swap.com, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store Stop driving to store after store and sifting through racks. Shop millions of clothes in seconds on swap.com. And I'm delighted to tell you that there's a special offer for all of you Big Boo podcast listeners. If you use the promo code BIGBOO40, B-I-G-B-O-O-4-0, you'll get 40% off your first order with swap.com. Some exclusions do apply. You'll also get free shipping on orders over $10. And this offer is valid from January 31st to March 10th of 2018. Swap.com. Use the promo code BIGBOO40. Alrighty, y'all. Here we go with episode 96. As always, we are really glad that you're here. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And Melanie has had some car issues. I have had some car issues. Um, mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to tell you, well, I wasn't going to tell you till we were podcasting, but we, so Caroline and I, Perry left 
I guess, Saturday and went to the ranch for the night. And I had taken Caroline to, I I don't know, some very sporting practice that she attends. I can't remember which one we were at, but we were there and we went to leave and we had to go pick up her backpack from a friend's house who lives kind of far from us, relatively speaking. And all of a sudden my car... Can Can we pause right there? Yes. That I felt every emotion... In that moment, when you said we had to go pick up her backpack from a friend's house, <laughs> I felt I felt a lot of emotions uh-huh, uh-huh. In, the, in that moment because yeah. I know that if there's another story there, you haven't even told me, but I know there's a story there about why that was, why that backpack was still there. Oh, for sure. Because uh-huh. Friday night, she rode home from the soccer game with us and left her backpack on the bus with, with all of her friends with her team and so she had to find somebody who would pick up her backpack and bring it home with her so bring you know so we had to go pick up the backpack because of course she had homework so we couldn't just you know so that was a whole other thing but you know what it reminds me of is it's that olympic who's that red gerard who won the uh he was one of the snowboarders that won and they talked about like he's 17 and like the morning of the event he overslept he'd lost his jacket he said the f word on live tv and he won the gold Mm -hmm. medal and I thought that pretty go. much is that tells me he's a very typical 17 year old. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, we had to go pick up the backpack. So we were driving. Well, at first my car, some it's got this yellow caution light that came on, which I, I do know that red is the worst, but yellow is not good. Yeah. But yellow doesn't feel like you have to immediately stop, right? No, yellow is a gentle warning. Yes. Yellow is just, it's, it's a, it's a kind reminder that when you have an opportunity to think about addressing this thing, yes. maybe maybe do that. There might be an issue. So I look, but then another light comes on that said says restricted usage. And I was like, well, I don't know what that means, but it's four-wheel okay. drive. So I'm like, well, maybe it's telling me that like I can't go up in the mountains <laughs> right now, which isn't a problem. That'll be fine. But then I see the word that you you immediately (laughs) jump to a completely random explanation that involved mountains. Yeah, I thought, well, no concern for whether or not you might need to say pull over on the side of the road. Yeah, no, uh -uh. I was like restricted usage. I was like, well, okay, well, that is a little more alarming. And then about two minutes later, the most alarming of all the lights came on, which even I knew, which was a yellow engine light. Oh, that's not good. I was like, well, this is not good. And we're about 15 minutes away from the house at this point. And so I'm like, well, that is not good. So I'm driving down the road. Caroline's looking in the manual trying to, and she's like, yeah, it's the check engine light. It says that you need to pull over somewhere. And the real tragedy of all of it was that we had planned to stop and get Starbucks on our way home. Uh, And so then I had to make the decision. And Caroline was like, mom, I really don't think, I mean, you can't tell dad I blew up the car engine, but we had to stop and get our Starbucks. She was like, I think we just need to go home. And I was like, yeah, that's probably a good call. She's your conscience. Yes. And so, but by the time we got home, I really did start to panic because it was like every time we stopped, we had to stop at a stop sign or a light, it would do this weird idly shaky. And I thought, I feel like it's about to die on me. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, Mm -hmm. so we get home. And so I turn it off. So once we pull in the driveway, I turn it off. I go to turn it back on and it starts back up, but it takes it a while. Like it, it's having a hard time. So I was like, okay, okay well, so this is a problem. So Perry's gone. Um, so I, so we have a mechanic friend who works on our car. And so I called him and he said, I can come over and look at it. And so he came over, he basically said, I think it's your fuel pump. It either is legitimately your fuel pump or it's a computer sensor telling you that it's your fuel pump, but it's not really, but either way it's a problem. 
So he was like, I think you'd probably want to get it towed to my house instead of trying to drive it to my house because he lives kind of far. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay. So with Perry out of town, I had to Google and find a good tow truck company. I felt oh. very grown up. I had Do to you find have a triple tow truck. No, you know, we've had this conversation and no, I should, because remember that time in Houston that we had to use your AAA to get my car towed? Yes. And I'm such a believer in AAA. Well, I know. And I'd said after that I was going to do it, but I just never did like so many things. Yes. Yes. You know, I also have many of those things. Yes. I totally was going to, and then I forgot. So um, anyway, so don't, so I called around all said and done. So what happens is I scheduled this tow truck driver to come pick up my car at 830 Sunday morning. Because um, my thought is, is that he can come pick it up before we leave for church. And then my dad could come and bring me his car so that Caroline and I could get to church. And then I could get her to soccer practice after church since I wasn't going to have a vehicle. Okay. So all that to say, here's what the lead in needs to be. So I'm speaking at church on Sunday morning. My sermon is about not needing the approval of man that we just need God's approval to not seek okay. man's not seek man's approval. So that's mm-hmm. it. So this tow truck driver pulls up to my house at eight thirty. I go out to meet him. He's very nice. Let me say that first of all. But he was also very chatty. And all I could think about, and and also his tow truck was really loud, and he also was a big fan of the F word. And so he used it a lot just as a basic adjective for just random Mm -hmm. stories. Nothing offensive, just he just used it, which was fine. But I was like, it's 830 on Sunday morning. We live in a very quiet neighborhood. Your truck is very loud, and you are screaming the F word as you load my car. Like I was like, I don't know what the neighbors think is going on. But and all I could think is, and I've got to get ready for church. Like mm-hmm. I've, this was supposed to take like 10 minutes and I was still there. And then my dad pulled up and I was like, oh, there's my dad. He's here to take me to church. And I'm clearly very much still not ready for church. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then he starts telling me another story. But here's the thing that dawned on me in the lesson I learned. I so wanted that tow truck driver to think that I was a nice person that I could not say, sir, I'm going to need you to take my car and get out of here. Right. Like I wanted him to think, and I was like, well, so now I'm going to go teach this lesson on Mm -hmm. about how we don't need man's approval. Yet I need this approval. I need this random tow truck driver who I will never see again to think that I'm a nice person. And so I couldn't muster. Yeah. I couldn't muster up the nerve to say, sir, I so appreciate you picking up my car this morning, but I've got to go. Like I've got, I've got a million places to be and a sermon to preach. So guess what? I got Mm -hmm. to go. Um, so anyway, so he towed my car off and now it is ready. Okay. So, but it was the fuel pump. All that being said, it was actually the fuel pump, not the sensor. It was the actual fuel pump that went out. Well, that sounds like a lot, as Martha would say. <laughs> well, as you know, this is a hard stage to not have a car. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. there's a lot of going. There's a lot of going mm-hmm. and doing and all that. So it's just to to not have a car on top of all that was a little difficult, but it's, it's fixed. And so, well, and as, as I said on the last podcast, car stuff is at the very bottom of my, on my, of my things I care to participate in list. I don't care anything about any aspect of dealing with anything related to a car. So yeah, that's a, that's just dealing with that kind of stuff for me is an almost like a stress on top of a stress. 
Yes. And, I, you know, and then here's what you think is after, because Perry had just taken my car to have the tires rotated and the alignment fixed and all that. So then you start thinking, like, did they do something to mess up my car? Like, I really thought, did they, like, not screw something in? Mm. Because that's a technical term. Mm-hmm. And it, but no, it was a fuel pump. So it was, it was unrelated. Well, I'm glad y'all got home, though. I mean, that would have, that could have been bad. I know. I was really, well, especially because we don't have AAA because I forgot. So <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a, it's a good thing. You know, my car, we were, I was in Starkville. No, I was in Columbus, Mississippi last year or the year before. I can't remember. And I spoke at a church and then the next day was the Mississippi State Alabama football game. So I, I guess it was two years ago, but my battery ran down. I, I left, mm. I got out of my car and I have auto lights. I had auto lights on that car, but for some reason I I'd hit it getting in and out of the car and turned my lights just to on, got ready, got up the next day, got ready to go to the football game and my car wouldn't turn over. So, oh, no. yeah, so I had to get AAA, but, and I was by myself, you know, it's a, it's a really good thing if you find yourself by yourself, they're very helpful. Yes, I know. Well, and they were so helpful that time in Houston when we had to use yours because I had, what did I have, a flat tire or something? I had some issue with my tire and they came and fixed it and did the whole thing. So yes, I need to put that on my to-do list. Um, By the way, I just got a text from my son who has raffle tickets due tomorrow for lacrosse. Oh, okay. He began Uh to sell the raffle tickets today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Tell... um, me that my sister just bought two tickets from him so but she's in nashville so can i please give him twenty dollars so oh okay yeah see, see how there, that, that sounds just about right hold hold one moment um maybe okay. maybe let's talk about this later when i'm not in the middle of this okay, okay. <laughs> awesome fantastic yes ma'am. oh god i'm listen <sighs> i know i am so at least he's selling them. So. I have to say, when I was his age, I wouldn't have sold him, and so I would not have sold the tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. Can't you write a check mm-hmm. for these raffle tickets? Uh, yeah, I, I would not have to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so we thought for this podcast that we would talk about some of our favorites, but like some yes. of our everyday favorites, not anything necessarily special, but just some mundane everyday mm-hmm. favorites. Yes. I don't know why we thought this would be a good idea. The small choice. That's right. Well, because I, I, I talked about my, my quinoa, my quinoa black bean chips that I think you had told me about. Yes. Your, the quinoa. Your quinoa, quinoa, Queen, quinoa. Quinoa. That's right. Yes. And I, chips. From Trader Joe's, which are delicious. Yes, they are delicious. And I, I actually now prefer them to my regular I've now replaced my regular tortilla chip with those I like them better it sounds like a commercial I've replaced my regular tortilla chips with Trader Joe's quinoa and black bean chips yeah I have replaced them and so and I feel good about it so um yeah so then you said oh we ought to do something about our favorites like snack crackers and all that kind of stuff and I said yes that sounds great I think I think it can be fun I will tell you that earlier this week I was sitting I, I don't know what I was watching Sunday night but I thought I was thinking about like kind of planning meals for the week and needing to get groceries and all this kind of stuff Sunday night. And I thought, I'm so tired of cooking supper. I've, I'm so tired oh. of cooking supper. And so, and so as if, a, as if an angel of the Lord spoke into my ear, I, I began to, to, to think of a phrase, simple suppers. We're going to do simple suppers this week. Really simple. Supper. Mm. So I texted David the next mm-hmm. day at work and I said, Hey, 
We're going to be doing simple suppers this week, but my phone capitalized it. So mm. he thought that I had bought a program like a, like, like a, a blue plan. apron. Yeah, exactly. Simple suppers. Which, yeah, exactly. Hey, you marketing yeah. people, have at it. Like, enjoy that idea. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, it, it made me think about, you know, if we're going to do simple suppers and I'm not going to cook a whole bunch of food because we really don't like a big supper anymore. We kind of like, yeah. Why, why am I buying sides of beef? Like, we, so yeah. all that to say, it made me think, I was thinking about like, well, what are some of my favorite things? Like it, that if I could, if I could have those things, it would be totally fine in terms of a simple supper. And so here we go. Not that we're going to get into that too much right now, but I've been thinking a lot about like just little simple joys. And you, you wrote a book okay. called Church of the Small Things. <clears throat> so You're familiar. Well, can we, I, I am familiar. Can we, can we visit for just a minute? Like, so what did you cook this week? What were your hashtag simple oh, suppers? Okay, so well, I've only done it one time because. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I thought. Well, it's Wednesday. I thought we had gone. I thought we oh, were on yeah, like well, a that thing. would make I sense. We had, had some momentum. But, but Sunday night we went to yeah. see. Um, we actually went back to Black Panther, and saw Alex and I saw it for a second time, and then David saw it for the first time. So we went out to eat Sunday night, and then Monday okay. night. I have I have no recollection, but I couldn't I couldn't get my Walmart pickup order until Tuesday. So, so last night okay. I was actually meeting our friend Jamie Golden from the podcast and and yes. for supper. Yes. So I boiled noodles. That's what I did, and then um, hmm. and Alex had noodles and cheese, and David had noodles and marinara. Oh, okay. Oh, it did cheese, right. but that's what well, they. <laughs> okay, yeah, but they had a simple supper. They enjoyed. That's right. Supper. So yeah. tonight, I think I'm going to make some vegetable soup. And oh, okay. Alex just went like, no. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Some, yeah. He's already sad, yeah. but he's going to church and they have pizza. So. Oh, well, so he's fine. He's fine. Yes. He's just a talking back here. He's just a talking. Yeah. He's, he's. He's already over simple suppers. He it hadn't even started. It hadn't even gone off the ground, and he's already. I will tell you that Perry has eaten cereal for dinner the God. last two nights. Bless the Lord. I know. I don't really know, but we. I, I don't. Well, one night he'd had a heavier lunch because he always goes to the ranch with his godfather, and they eat Mexican mm-hmm. food for lunch. And so he came home and ate cereal. And then last night we had a soccer game, and then we got home, and it was one of those I wasn't going to cook. And so what? Did, Caroline had some soup. He had cereal. Oh, and then I made myself, I went for the healthiest choice fall and I had a tombstone pepperoni See, pizza. that's what I'm talking about. And when I, yeah, and when I popped that thing in the oven, then Perry, I pulled it out and I said, you can have some if you want some. And he, he said, do we have any ranch dressing? And I was like, I don't know. So then I made some ranch dressing just with like a Hidden Valley Ranch mm-hmm. packet. Um, and we, it was like I was back in college. Yes. I ate that tombstone pizza dipped in ranch dressing and it was delicious. Oh, I'm going to tell you, it that, was. Alex and I. It was we did so that good. this past weekend. I got frozen pizzas because David mm-hmm. was out of town. And so anyway, I, so I think I'm going to do vegetable yeah. soup. And then I can eat, honestly, my little Crunchmaster crackers that I like so much that are gluten-free. I can eat yes. that for and hummus for supper. And I'm delighted. So I just don't. Yeah, me too. And so I'm I, like one night, I think I'm just going to make a thing of homemade pizza dough. And then I'm going to let them make a pizza if they want to make a pizza. Uh, what else okay. did I get? I think that's perfect. Uh, I can't even remember what else I got, but I just got that kind of stuff. Like you can have a grilled cheese. How about that? You can have a mm-hmm. jelly sandwich. I'm j- I got some sun chips. I have some 
potato chips yes. and I have some tortilla chips and I have some salsa. Pick your side. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm I'm a fan of hashtag simple supper. Sign okay. me up for that meal right. service. It's going to arrive ready. at your door. It's going to be a bag of mission tortilla yes. chips, a jar of potatoes, <laughs> salsa, and a pack of pepperoni. Perfect. Like, it's going to change your life. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm but totally I just, in. I, I, <sighs> I was like, why am I doing, why am I still doing this? I don't know. And it's so busy yeah. this time of year. Yeah. It's always stressful to me to have a bunch of like, if you've made a big grocery run and I've got all this food in the refrigerator that I feel this all, like some chicken, I feel like I need to cook, but we don't get home until late because of practice. That reminds me now I know what I did Monday. I had Bible study Monday night. So I took Alex to lacrosse. I went to Bible study. We met at Panera and I got a salad at Panera. That was what I did Monday night. Mm, I'm, okay. I'm so glad we okay. all know that now. I know. Well, and that's how we are right now because we've got Tuesday soccer, Thursday track, Friday mm-hmm. soccer. And that's like minimum. And then Caroline and I are leaving town. So we're gone. So it is that I get the whole thing about where I'm like, I can't really meal plan because you know what my meal plan is? Yeah. Don't plan for meals because we don't know when we're going to be home. And like when she has away games, like the way our district is, it's all these like smaller towns outside of San Antonio. So like if we're going to an away game, we're not home until eight o'clock and then a track meet, as you know, we really are not home. Well, ever. They last, like I'm, there's probably still an event being run oh, at the yeah, last track. No meet we went to. It lasts about nine hours. Well, do we want to move in favorites? Yeah. Why don't you start? Why don't you lead us off? Okay. So I made a little list, as you know, now my, yes. now my phone is, Okay, so here are my here are my favorites. By the way, I just now, like this past weekend, enabled the Touch ID on my phone to unlock it. I have, oh. I know, I have for years. I have been pushing in my code, and oh, I don't have either. I have no passcode on my phone whatsoever. Oh, good for you. Well, everybody, <laughs> just be aware that thing's that sucker's wide open. Should you run across it, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a good idea. I didn't think about that. I have nothing. I mean, my, my thing is, is my phone's never, I mean, if I lose it, then I guess I'm in trouble, but it's never in anybody else's hands. <sighs> okay. So I just, it was really quick just then to go back to my list. Okay. Here's the first thing that I put on my list, which is okay. favorite blue jeans brand. Now, when we talked about okay. this, we talked about having kind of a first runner up and a winner. We, we may mm-hmm. not have a first runner up for all these things. We may just have a winner. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. favorite blue jeans brand, what's that for you? Okay. If we're no holds barred, like the jeans that I love the most that I think fit the best that to me are worth it, but they are expensive. I try to find them on sale or AG jeans. Okay. AG jeans. And why do you like them? AG. Um, because they fit really well. Okay. They hold their shape. Um, they hold their shape really well. Like you can wear them multiple times and they don't bag out at the knees and they just, they just, they fit me really well. So I feel like those are my nicest jeans and they're super comfortable. Like they're okay. soft. I mean, they really feel like you're almost wearing leggings, but they're a jean. Okay. Um, so those are by far my favorites, but there again, I'm going to say it again, they're expensive. But the thing with me is, is I wear my jeans like pretty much every day. So I, I mean, and I've got pairs that I've had for like five years. So I feel like I'll, I'll make an investment in a pair of good jeans. So what would you say? Do you have a brand that's more economical that you like too? Cause I, that's kind of where I have a, 
a more expensive brand and then I have an economical brand. Mm-hmm. You have a more economical brand I that think, you enjoy? Yeah, I I think I've had the best luck with the Vigos jeans. Oh, V-I-G-O-S-S. I do. I really like those. Now, here's the difference with those. They're really good for about two uh-huh. years. And at about the two-year mark, they start to lose some of their snapbackedness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they kind of... <laughs> That's the official term. Yes. Um, But I do have to say, I have some pairs, like I have a gray pair of those that I bet I've had now for four or five years. And they're still like my go-to. Like I even have a more expensive, like a Citizens of Humanity pair of gray jeans. And I'll pick the Vigos over those because they're so soft and they fit so well. Um, But I think not all Vigos are created equal. Mm -hmm. But I do think that's... good if you're just looking like and they'll go on sale so if you're looking and you can find them at Nordstrom Rack too so I mean you can get them from anywhere from like a 40 to 60 dollar price point Um, but I feel like in my opinion they hold up better than I feel like gap jeans always leave me with a lot of regret and disappointment Mm -hmm. in the long run yeah I yeah I agree with you all right so my favorite and and my jeans aren't super expensive because I buy I usually buy my jeans at Nordstrom Rack which means a lot of times it's last year's style it's a good brand, but it's last year's style. So they're mm-hmm. a little bit less expensive. Mm-hmm. But I have ordered this brand just from Nordstrom. But I love, and we've talked about this before, and I come at this from a perspective of someone who is apple-shaped. I think an apple-shaped person's jeans needs are different sometimes than somebody who has more of an hourglass shape or who mm-hmm. has a little bit more of a what do you call it when somebody is just very like lean? What do you call that lean? I don't know, like an athletic build, a little more okay, like a lean good. athletic yeah. build. Mm-hmm. More athletic build, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but as somebody who's an apple shaped person, I really like cut from a cloth jeans because mm-hmm. they are, they seem to me, they're a little bit more high waisted. Apple shaped people, I hate to break it to everybody, but we, we just, we're never going to be able to fully em- embrace a gene with a lower rise because yes. there's just there's just some unfortunate misfortune that happens mm-hmm. as a result mm-hmm. of that. So that, I think they're cut a little higher. They're they're uh, they hit a little bit more around your natural waist. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know. I have I have flares. I have some boot cut. I have boyfriend. I have some white jeans. Like I have several different pairs of them. And they're just, I don't know, I like them. They just, they fit great and they, they wash well and I enjoy them. So that's okay. my favorite. That's my, that's mm-hmm. my more expensive jean. And then my, my economical jean that I really like is again, Nordstrom Rack. It's that democracy brand. And it's because that's where okay. if I'm going to get jeans that are like ripped or any of that, like that's the brand I'm going to get. They're a little thinner than mm-hmm. like a really good blue jean. So they're, mm-hmm. they're a little thinner, but they're perfectly great for trends, for jean trends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's well. And I will tell you this, that I, Caroline and I went shopping on Monday because she was out of school and we went to Madewell and based on all their jeans, I'm going to tell you that super high rise is apparently on its way back. And I, oh, I'm yes, not here ma'am. to in- Dwarfs nor condone that, but I mean, I'm talking like legit high rise, like a 12 inch, like oh, the okay. high. Yeah. Um, now, Caroline did not want any, although her denim, she does have denim shorts that to me have a pretty high rise. Um, but it was interesting to see that like all the jeans that made well were that super high rise. Okay. That's good to know. So, now, I would bet that 
probably that's going to get worn in ways that I would not wear them. Like say with yes. a crop top, which is not yes. happening. But no, for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's good to know because I I prefer, much prefer a high rise jean. It works out. It works out better for for all of us to, for me to have a well, high rise jean. Well, and I think when you're that skinny little teenager, like mm-hmm. I mean, Caroline can wear a high rise and she can have a shirt tucked in, mm-hmm. and it's kind of that thing of like it looks really cute. If I were to do that, it ends up looking like maybe my boobs are resting on <laughs> that the waistband of my pants. That is not true. No, but I'm too, that, that has never worked for me because I think I have a shorter torso. So okay. it's like the proportions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The proportions yeah. don't work out from where my, it's the same reason I can't wear dresses from Ann Taylor. It's the waist doesn't hit me right. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. On to much more, I guess, mundane, maybe not mundane, maybe, maybe actually more, even more important than a good blue jean. Mm-hmm. Snack crackers. Okay. Um, do you want to start? You sure. start because I start. You started with jeans, yeah. Okay, so I don't eat cheese. It's like I used to because I avoid gluten. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that in a moment of weakness or in a moment of splurge, there is nothing mm-hmm. better to me than a, a cheddar jack cheese. It there's nothing mm-hmm. like it's the most delicious to me. Of oh, do you need to answer your phone? No, I don't. I'm okay. good. It's the most delicious to me of all the the snack cracker options. I just adore it. Mm-hmm. But in terms mm-hmm. of my favorite, I mentioned it earlier, and my favorite gluten-free cracker, I love the Crunchmaster crackers. I love, there's a, okay. an artisan cheesy bread flavor that I really like. I like the, mm-hmm. there's a, a rosemary flavor that I really like. They're all delicious, but I would say that's that's my go-to cracker. It's the Crunchmaster cracker. They're I buy them in Publix. They're in Fresh Market. I don't know if I've seen them. I haven't seen all the flavors of them in Target, but they're in most grocery stores. And you can also buy them on Amazon should you okay. should you desire to buy them in bulk. They have them at Costco yeah. too, but just in the original flavor, not in any of the flavored versions. So okay, okay. Um, I would say mine. I really like, um, and you know, I'm late to this party, but I really like the Artisan Nut Thins. Oh, I love them. Um, specifically, I like the flaxseed or the chia seed. I don't know that I've had either varieties. one of those. Oh, I think they're the most delicious of all the nut thins. <laughs> I think they're really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I really like those. And then I would say my second would be if I were going to have a runner up. Well, I will say I love a cheese it groove if I just mm-hmm. want like a cheesy flavored cracker. Mm-hmm. Um I do love those. But then my other would be a Triscuit, um, the thin Triscuits, Parmesan and garlic. Oh, those are delicious. Yeah. They're delicious. And I really like any of the thin Triscuits. I do not like a thick Triscuit. Do not give me your thick tri- <laughs> It feels like I'm trying to eat a basket. I, d- I, I can't. <laughs> okay. It does. <laughs> It's like eating a, like a mini wheat, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm a gerbil. I can't, yeah. can't so, do it. Uh-huh, I got you. I, 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 I get it. I really do get it. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm going to say that I don't think I'm alone in that. Right. But I, but the thin Triscuit, I feel like it's a game changer. I feel like whoever at the Triscuit, whoever at the Triscuit company, which I believe is Nabisco, said, hey, why don't we thin this sucker out? That was a move of marketing genius well, because that was a game changer. I like a cracked pepper Triscuit, no, no doubt in my mind. But I'm going to tell you, you can't really eat a lot of Triscuits in one sitting, which may be a good thing because they will tear up the roof of your mouth. True story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, I mean that's... You might yeah. need some Neosporin or something up there. Once she <laughs> no, finished it's like, more than six Triscuits, you're you're going to need some recovery yeah. time. That's exactly right, because it's like eating a basket. <laughs> I mean, even the thin ones, it's just a lot of, a lot of parts. A lot, a lot of edges. Of prickly little parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of edges in a Triscuit. I do like them a lot. And I also like that the thin Triscuits are triangular and not a square. Right. I feel like a triangular cracker gives you... It gives you a, a, a destination when you eat it because you're yeah. going to eat a corner and you're going to eat another corner and then you're going to have a third bite. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't yeah. seem that simple when you have a square cracker and I've probably officially overanalyzed it at this point, but I, the triangle snack cracker brings a lot to the table, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So that those are my favorites of the snack crackers. Okay. So what about dips? Oh, there's so many dips. Um, it kind of depends on like, if we're talking like, are we talking like a store bought, a homemade? Like, what are we, what, what's our category? I, I think let's, let's talk, let's just wide open dips because okay, here's what I'll, I'll start and say, I don't know that there's anything better in a moment of weakness than a store bought French onion dip. I don't know. Mm, yeah. I don't know that there's, there's something about it. It's nostalgia. It's, it's delicious. I just really, I I don't, I haven't had a store-bought French onion dip in quite some time, but there is something about it that I find to be very delicious. Yeah. With a potato chip. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh Uh-huh. That's like, to me, that's like mm -hmm. ruffles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, okay. So I feel like in that same arena, um, that is one of the one of the things I and I don't get let myself get it very often, but it's so good is that bacon cheddar and ranch <gasps> dip from Trader Joe's. Okay. Yeah, you just try it. So good. That's the, that's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's delicious. If you're yeah, if you're going to buy something just straight out of the dairy section that's pre made, that to me is the one to get. Like, if you're not worried about health or your <laughs> arteries, <laughs> your cholesterol, yes. Your waistline. If you're not worried about any Trans of that, fats. if you're not, yeah. if none of those things concern you, that's the way then to go. That is the way to go. I mean, if you're just a straight up splurge dip, that to me is the way to go. I think I, I really I thought about this a lot over the course of the last day, and I feel like ultimately, I don't know that I would put salsa in the dip category, but probably really good salsa is my favorite, favorite, favorite thing mm-hmm. to dip a chip into. Mm-hmm. I really love that Mateo's medium salsa. Yeah. But if we're going to, if we're going to move outside of that, then I've, I really have got to, I've got to err on the side of queso. Yeah. I, there are lots of different dips that I enjoy, but I don't know that, that any of them compare to really good queso mm-hmm. I, I, I really I, I'm fond of it that I was gonna say like if I were going for a restaurant dip like that in that 
thing. Like I have gotten to where we go pick up Torchy's queso. Like if we're cooking out, if we're having people over, if we're doing Uh anything, I go get Torchy's queso because I just think their green chili queso is the best that there is. Like it's ruined me for all other quesos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I actually, I was taking Alex to something last week and Oh, he just sold another raffle ticket, by the way. It's (laughs) racking up. You sold two to yourself. Uh, that's one way to do it it's one way to do it Uh, (laughs) but he sold one to my sister's husband anyway but I was going taking out to something last week and I thought on the way I hadn't I was like I'm gonna pick up some I'm gonna run by Superior which is a Mexican restaurant Mm -hmm. here you've had their queso I'm gonna run by Superior and pick up a couple of things of queso and I'm here to tell you like a teenage boy with chips and queso is a sight to behold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there is a yeah. level of commitment to that cheese yeah. that <laughs> is really inspirational. Yeah. To behold. yeah. I would agree. Gully and I discovered that on the road trip this year that we needed to get the kids. If we wanted queso, we needed to get them their thing and we needed to get ourselves a separate thing. We didn't really need to be sharing no, queso with the teenagers. You really don't. Because they, For a lot of mm-hmm. reasons. For a lot yes. of reasons. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So a good queso. And then I thought like a guacamole is in that category too. Oh, yeah. If I put that in a dip, because I, I mean, like that's one I'll just make that sometimes and eat it for dinner with some chips. Uh, that's what, that was another thing I got. I got, I got a bag of avocados for me. Cause I can totally do that. And just mm-hmm. for supper. maybe, maybe we should have had some subcategories here, like dips with cheese, dips with sour cream, yeah. dips with, with avocados. I mean, cause I feel like I have a lot that I, that I enjoy. It's one of my favorite well, groups. I was going to say, it's hard to beat a good dip because then, cause I started thinking like, I love that Southwest Mexican bean, like that oh, black bean dip is so I good, but that to me that. is a summertime dip. That's mm-hmm. more like a summertime dip for me. Um, but so that one is so summertime. Good. That dip is. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I was thinking about that dip and then I love the, um, uh, and Gully makes it a lot during football season, but, and it was your recipe or Janie's or somebody years ago, but the uh, Captain Rodney's. Oh, I cannot. That's a good one. I really, I don't need to be near it. I, it's. Mm-mm. I it's feel like so it's good. a stumbling block for others for me to be near yeah. that stuff. I, I feel it's like it so causes good. concern and alarm. I know, but I feel like that's part of, and it's kind of become like Gully's signature thing. Like she'll even like, I know that football season's getting close when she's like, okay, I've ordered my Captain Rodney's because you have to order the glaze like online. You can't find it in the grocery store. I know. It's so good. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect sweet salty dip to me. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It is so mm-hmm. good. So. Okay, so after you eat all the dip, then you have to go exercise. So <laughs> what about what about workout leggings? What are your favorites? Do you have favorites? I think, you know what my favorites really are right now are the Zella. I really like the Zella live-in high-waist leggings from Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are those are my favorites right now, and I've got like two or three different black pairs, and I've gotten to wear like this winter, like I've worn them as like my dress, like I'll wear them as dress leggings, like I'll wear them as exercise leggings, and I'll wear them as dress leggings, depending on what I'm wearing. Okay. Um, but they are so comfortable, and they're warm in the winter, um, so they're not as thin as other ones. Um, so I really, I think for the money, especially because you can get them on sale, like they always yeah. put them on sale. I feel like for the money that to me is the best legging buy um because i've got some lululemon leggings and they're they're good but they're just pricier and i've now that i've discovered the zella i'm kind of like eh, i'm not interested in spending that much on a pair of leggings 
Well, you can also pick the Zella up at Nordstrom Rack. Yes. And I will say when Nordstrom has a big sale, I always, I go straight to sale and then I go to athletic wear. Me too. Like to look at, yeah. Because that's that's the time to buy them. Because that's not anything, like it's very rare that you go, oh gosh, I'm going to a different like workout class this weekend and I really need a special pair of leggings. Like that's no, not really, that's no. not, that's, you don't buy that for an occasion. No. So like, I, you can wait and wait till those things go on sale. Yeah. Um, I will say I like Zella too. I'm going to, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm about to give y'all a real low down bargain tip. I really am. I can't wait. Because one day I had to run and I know that, that this is not necessarily our, our favorite thing to do, but I had to run in Walmart for something mm. and I walked by the workout stuff and they have a brand there called Dance Skin Nail. It's just Dance Skin, you know, that used to be like what my ballet stuff was when yeah, I was little. So, yeah. They have a brand called Dance Skin Nail. Their Capri workout leggings are really good. Oh. Like they're not maybe as thick as a Zella, but they're not super thin either at all. Okay. And they're very comfortable. Again, apple shaped, higher waist. Mm-hmm. They got a little bit higher waist on them. So, and, but I had them on a couple of days ago and I was like, these really, I mean, and they're like $14. Oh. But they're, they're very comfortable. I really, I actually, I got my sister some with a, a top. Uh, yes. Yeah, Maple just said my dogs just came barreling in. I'm not sure where they were, okay. where they came in, but they just okay, they're gone. They're they're gone. Um, so they're really good. And then, um, I mean, you know, if you're just looking for something inexpensive or whatever, mm-hmm. but my favorite, and I think I mentioned them on the Christmas gift podcast, but the Lucy's. Yes, I love a Lucy legging, and I, North Face to North Face bought Lucy back at the end of the yes. year, so they'll come back through North Face, but my goodness. Okay. They're the best. To okay. Me. I love my Lucy leggings. Okay. All right. I have not tried a Lucy legging, so I'll have to, when they oh. come back, I'll have to give those a whirl. Um, okay. What about shoes? What about, what about your tennis shoes, workout shoes, whatever? Um, I, you know, it's funny because like right now I have currently landed on and I have two pairs of them because I bought a pair like a year ago and then I bought another pair is I like the Nike, but it's the air zoom Pegasus is what okay. I like right now. Um, I just had tried them on. I, I was having a really hard time with with like running shoes, I don't know, like two years ago, I just couldn't find a pair that fit right. Like I'd worn New Balance and then I'd done Asics and then I had some Adidas and whatever. And so I went into Sporting Goods one day, bound and determined that I was going to try on shoes until I found, like Cinderella, the very perfect fit. And um, I, the guy brought me these Air Zoom Pegasus and I really like them. They, they're, they're perfect for me. So that those have been my go-to right now. And you have a more narrow foot, right? Yeah, I do have a little bit, but I don't have a I don't have a weird arch or anything like that. So um, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I have a very high yes. arch. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I don't know if y'all knew that about me. Yes, yeah, I have a very high arch, mm-hmm. and I have unusually small ear canals. I don't so, know if y'all knew that at all. At all. So what are yours? Uh, what are you wearing? I am. I listen. I have tried a lot of shoes in the last year and a half, but I'm. I, like Brooks all the way for mm-hmm. me with a, with a, a, have a water foot and a high arch. The Brooks ghost is my all time favorite. And I actually tried some, some Adidas and I wore them just a couple of times and I was like, Nope. Oh, okay. Anyway. So, and I went back to the Brooks. I love, I love me some Brooks. And so I've had a couple of different kinds. I've had the, I've had the ghost 
several versions of the ghost. I have the reveal that I kind of alternate now. And then I got some ghost tins for Christmas. It's just the right. I like a little bounce, but I also need some support because I don't know if I mentioned mm-hmm. it. I have a really high arch. Yes. And anyway, they're, they're kind of my perfect shoes. I love them a lot. Okay. And I'm a big believer in the Brooks. Okay. Hey y'all, this is Sophie and I am jumping in to the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about something that is a little bit of a wonder if you're a dog owner. I want to tell you about the Bissell Bark Bath. Now, bathing your dog can be a huge pain. I will tell you from firsthand experience that bathing Hazel Hudson can be a really big pain. It's winter and you can't bathe them outside and then if you bathe them inside it causes a messy bathroom and You have to clean all that up, and then it's expensive to go back and forth to the groomer. Well, the Bissell Bark Bath allows pet parents, like Melanie and me, to bathe our pets with virtually no mess, eliminating the inevitable cleanup that comes along with washing a four-legged family member. This all-in-one system, which looks a little bit like a miniature steam cleaner for your dog, can be used in any room of the house anytime with minimal mess. The Bark Bath works with any length of fur or hair and uses a no-rinse shampoo. Specially designed nozzles get beneath the fur and down to the skin, which is the true source of any stink you're dealing with, to allow water and shampoo to wash the skin clean while a soft suction pulls dirt and water away into a separate dirty water tank. What's more, the Bark Bath uses less than 48 ounces of water to clean pets up to 80 pounds, compared to traditional bathing in a tub, which can use up to 19 gallons of water. Now, Bissell recently sent us a bark bath. It's a little bit of an adjustment for a dog like Hazel, who is skittish about wind, much less something that sounds a little bit like a vacuum cleaner. But it is such a game changer in terms of the convenience of bathing your dog at home, the ease of bathing your dog at home, and the cleanup of bathing your dog at home. That is why I'm really happy to tell you that you can visit Bissell.com slash Big Boo. And when you use the coupon code Big Boo, you'll receive two bottles of free no-rinse shampoo with your order. This coupon code is good for a limited time only. So that's Bissell.com, B-I-S-S-E-L-L.com slash Big Boo, B-I-G-B-O-O. And use the coupon code Big Boo at checkout. We thank the Bissell Bark Bath for sponsoring the podcast. Now we'll head on back to episode 96. Okay, so we have something special coming up on this particular podcast that we're about to segue into because I talked to our friend Jamie Golden a couple of days ago, just because she and Knox have a new podcast that has started called the Bible binge. And I know that a lot of people who listen to our podcast also love the podcast. And so we're going to transition into talking to Jamie, but we're going to come back on our next episode and finish with our favorites. Does that sound like a plan? That sounds like a plan. And by the way, Melanie is going to be at the podcast live show in Dallas on, do you know the date? May 5th. And I'm going to be at the podcast live show here in Birmingham on March 24th. So just FYI, if y'all are interested in some podcast live goodness with Knox and Jamie. Alrighty, so that's going to be it for us on this episode 96, but here comes Jamie Golden. 
Okay, y'all, on, on, the, on the second half of the this episode, we're going to talk with everybody's friend, Jamie Golden. Hello, Jamie. <gasps> I do want to be everybody's friend because I'm a seven on the Enneagram and we love people. The more people, the merrier. You are everybody's friend, I feel like. Well, here's what I do know. I I have a lot of bad in me, which connects to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I have some good in me that connects mm-hmm. to fewer people, but still. Mm-hmm. Well, so many of y'all know that that Jamie is the co-host of the podcast with Knox McCoy. And I, I feel like we have a lot of crossover in our big B cast and our yes. podcast people. We have a there's whatever that Venn diagram is, there's there's some shading in there where our there people is, which I love. Those are the best people who listen mm-hmm. to both. Um, so I was we were just talking about before I said, hold on, let me just start recording. You were I was asking you if you had a chance to <laughs> eat some lunch. And you said well, I said, I got a snack. Don't worry about me. I'm never going to miss a meal. Like, I'm not the kind of person who looks up one day and goes, oh, my stars, I didn't eat lunch. Like, uh-huh. usually it's, oh, my stars, I ate lunch twice. <laughs> Why did I eat so many things? I'm never going to, you're never going to hear me be like, guys, I haven't eaten a couple of days. No, it's been like, I haven't eaten in a couple of hours, you guys. We got to stop. <laughs> my blood sugar is low. <laughs> I turn into Shelby from uh, Still Magnolia's. <laughs> You got to get me some juice and a mint like right now. So I'm this, like, I don't understand people who say, and I just got so busy. I forgot to eat all day. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, then our brains. That's not us. Work very differently. But are you a snacker? Like, are you somebody who prefers to just sort of dig into a little something every couple of hours? Or are you more likely to want to sit down and have a meal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you try to categorize me into one or the other? Why can't I be both? Well, you can't be both. You can't, can't I snack and eat because I really was like, do I have enough time to eat a pizza? Like a little. <laughs> it is a smaller pizza, but I was like, no, because then you got to preheat the oven, and math is hard. And I'm like, no, then I'm eating while I'm recording, and it's a whole thing. So you so. just said though that you had a little snack. So what what is a snack for you? Like what are your what are your favorites for a snack? Oh my gosh, I do not struggle for snacks. Uh-uh. I feel like people come to my house and go because there's usually a box like HelloFresh or plated or something in the fridge because that's how I like that's how I live because I don't know how to I don't literally know how to cook like I okay. don't know how to cook. So I do build a life on snacks. So I just had a little popcorn with mm-hmm. some truffle salt on it. Okay. All right. But y'all, you'll never, you'll never regret a type of salt other than, I mean, like sometimes I want to take it to the movie theater and put it on my movie popcorn. It's so good. Why wouldn't you? It's my question. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I know, I feel like truffles though are sometimes like cilantro. You know, some people tell you they'll eat cilantro and they're like, it tastes like soap. And I'm like, what? How do you, what is, what's wrong with your insides? Well, but that may, that may be you. A little cilantro goes a long way with me and a little truffle goes a long way with me. But I, I, I live by nothing if not excess. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And scene. And scene. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. But seriously, like your snacks, if you're going to have snacks, what, what do you want around you? If you're, if you're, you're going to have a day of snacks. Oh my goodness. Oh my, and I do have those by the way, because sometimes I will live tweet like award shows mm-hmm. and I get thee to Aldi because mm-hmm. that is my snack haven. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they know how to do snacks and prepared foods. I don't think they do a lot like 
they don't do like if you're looking for fresh like whole foods trader joe's type of thing i don't know that you're always going to find it there but you will find some dips and i love a good dip and so i want i want hummus i want like a buffalo chicken dip i want you know like i want a hearty cookie okay you know a cookie that's got some depth and some breadth to it Uh um but mostly i really do i'm a salty person i have so both literally and figuratively and i I, thank you you are you understand Uh Uh and i would really like i just want a variety of chips and things with salt on them and things to dip them in Uh i want vehicles for the dips yes so yes yeah see i can't buy potato chips anymore because i like like here's the thing if we're going to identify the foods where I'm the least likely or able to have control, potato yeah. chips are at the top of that list for me. So, oh, yeah. No, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have many times in eating my feelings, my feelings have often been found sure. in a bag of Doritos. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there they are. Well, let's get them. Let's take them in. How we go? How we doing? Yeah. Okay. So I happen to know that you're going to see um, Black Panther for the second time this afternoon. That's right. I saw it for the second time yesterday. And I, I know that, that you'll do that. I, I, I trust that y'all are going to do a deep dive into Black Panther at some point on the podcast. We will. We're waiting on Knox. Knox decided to, my podcast partner, he decided to, he had been writing a book and apparently abandoned his family through that process. And then he took them to Disney to make up for it, which I think his family was on board for. Sure. And so he missed being at a theater to see it. So we're waiting on him. But once he does... Uh, so many feelings and thoughts and you've seen it a second time was it better worse the same what was different about seeing it the second time I caught and Alex said the same thing because he saw it for the second time too and and I feel like I caught a lot like there were the lot there were certain lines that really stood out to me the second time like and I don't want to get I don't want to do spoolers but there's a line in there about like you they said you serve your country and then somebody replies like no I save my country and I was like okay I'm gonna take that for a minute and marinate on that for just a second but there was there's so many just profound little nuggets thrown in there not to mention that it's visually stunning and then my big thing, this is what I've been thinking about all day today. And you can tell me if you think this is wrong. But like there's this this big idea in there, I think, that when it comes to a real revolution, there are two ways you can get there. You can either lead or you can fight. And there's a tension between leading and fighting, I feel like, in this movie that's really compelling to me for some reason. Oh, well, and it's compelling for the genre, right? Because normally mm-hmm. what we get in a comic book movie and a superhero movie is it's really just we're talking until we're fighting. Like, because right. we just, we know we're going to fight. There's no question that we're going to fight and that this will end with a fight. And so I thought they did a great job of going, hey, it doesn't always and I, probably a timely, right? A timely message of oh, like, oh. it doesn't have to just be waiting for the fight. We could we could actually have a discussion and think about other ways to approach this. It was so well done. Yes. So well done. And so many fellas. I'm not saying, listen, I'm a single lady. Now, I don't <laughs> think that precludes me from lust. I'm pretty sure the Bible doesn't say, well, unless you're single, and then it's totally fine to ogle Michael B. Jordan's chest. But, gosh, mm-hmm. there's some nice looking people in this. Some pretty people. Some really, really outstandingly gifted people visually, I would say. Oh, and just talented mm-hmm. actors and 
and working in a great like you can be a great actor in a bad film and there are many of those um and then but this was it married both you had great actors doing great work in a great piece of storytelling fantastic it was so good and i i really did like i thought it well you know there i think everybody knows at this point that but there are extra scenes at the end of the movie because that's the yes. Marvel movie. The first yes. one, I don't, I don't know. And I know you saw it the first time with our friend Aaron. I don't know what y'all's reaction was, but I just about nodded my head off of my body during that first extra scene. I loved every bit of that about building a bridge and all those things that it was fantastic. I just loved it. I do. It was like, you know, that time in church where you start with songs and you're like, I'm not warmed up yet to raise my hands. <laughs> but so that's the movie and then they pass the offering plate and then they they're like okay we got your money now we're going to seriously worship the lord now and everybody's hands are raised that was us like we were like is it weird to be nodding and raising our hands is that weird because we're doing it here in this amc theater yeah uh-huh. we are uh-huh. yeah. because i believe i just received i believe i just received something i did not expect to, to receive here oh. in the movie theater yeah, no, and I'll say this, you know, I was excited about this film because I am a big believer as a pop culture consumer that everyone should see themselves on screen. I know that there's value in that. Mm-hmm. It's why I like to see, you know, I like to see women who eat, who are Southern and not the worst. You know, I like to see women who are like, have like maybe 10 pounds on them right. and are not made to feel shamed about that. Like, I like mm-hmm. seeing those women portrayed in the theater. So I was really excited that for a genre that has not honored people of color as a genre, you know, that they would be represented. I was not expecting to leave the film going, look at all those ladies that did (laughs) such amazing things. Oh my gosh. Like I can be, I could actually be a general in an army too. I didn't even know. Like I didn't know. Those women, I'm going to tell you what, I, I I was not prepared for that. I was, I was, I did not know that that was going to be a thing. And I didn't really know what Black Panther was about, really. I'm not a big Marvel person, but I was, I found myself leaving there. Like, really, I was inspired. And I did not think that that was going to happen. I just thought I was going to be entertained. Um, Well, I did. I left the movie theater and I went back to, I work in a co-working space and uh, the owner of it, she was like, oh, how did you like the movie? And I was telling her all the things I just told you. And I was like, the ladies, the ladies. (laughs) And she was like. Were there a lot of ladies in it? And I go, oh, yeah, oh. there were. I know. And I, she was like, well, I didn't know. I I just didn't know. I don't know much about history. And I said, what? And she she starts to like stumble around. I said, what did you think this movie was about? She goes, it's about the Black Panthers. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a different film. That's a documentary. And she was like, she's like, isn't that why the kids get to get out of school to see it? Well, that's a different story. I can't help you. So when she sees it, she's going to be startled. I can promise you that. I feel like she will be. I feel like she, she will. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to tell her what it was about. But I, I think that it's important for particularly little girls. And I'm somebody who, like, I put all my, I put all my marbles growing up into princess leia and wonder woman because those were my two options right um and so all my hope and then as a young adult it was well there's sydney bristow like i can be a spy like on alias this is fantastic and all of my those are my choices and i am a white privileged woman so those are my choices and so to see like that now little girls can go oh i have a few more options yes other than just playing the damsel in distress yes like i 
I can be the woman that's beside the man who's also talented and no one is looking around going, she can fight. Like, I just, because <laughs> I've always hated that when they're like, wow, a lady can throw a punch and, and I can't like, please no, I, I don't, I don't even know how to begin to throw a punch, but I like that there are women out there that I know who can and they should see themselves on screen. And that's why I loved it so much. Okay. This is the last thing I'm going to say about it, but this is, this is the other part of it. I think that this really stuck with me and this is not a spoiler in any way. I don't think because you see it right at the beginning of the, of the film, but the whole idea. And again, I'm not a Marvel person, so I don't know all the mythology of the things, but the whole idea of, of Wakanda of the country of it, of it being hidden, you know, this yes. all all this beauty, all these gifts, all these riches, all this intelligence that it's that it's hidden. It, I, I don't know. It moved me in some way because I thought it's you see in the because of the movie, you see like a how it plays out when when people's gifts are hidden, whether that's because they choose to hide them or because we tend to throw up barriers to those gifts and say, no, thank you. We're not interested but like the shame it is when when gifts and talents remain hidden. I don't know. Right. There was something about that that stuck with me. And I may be reading too no. much into it, but I like that really moved me. It's no, it's such a good point because it, in the history of the of the land, you know, their intent was to hide because they didn't want it to be colonized. They didn't right. want it to be burdened by how other people may take advantage of. And they knew what value they had there and they're like well i don't want it to get ruined and i think we can be i mean we can be just i'm there you're, you're right there is a sermon in there because we can be guilty of is it uh hiding our lot yeah don't hide your light under a bushel jamie don't. thank you exactly i knew there was a song from vbs that would help me <laughs> clarify this black panther uh theology mm -hmm. but i think that like we can be guilty of going i'm afraid of what will happen it's just a fear of well, I know I might can help, but what if I can't? Or right. what if I'm not good enough? Or what if this is ruined? Or what if this is not what I thought it will be? I mean, most of our lives are spent in a place of anxiety that just is about, like, we're worrying about things that we don't even know or understand. Right. And, and it's worth the risk because what good can we bring to the world when we take that leap of faith? Even with Wakanda, like, what, how great when they can share what they have with the world and do it in a measured, smart way, which I hope will be the next film we see about them. And so that will be what comes next, maybe. And I think the idea of where am, where am I not recognizing the gifts that other people have? Where am I not letting myself yeah. be taught or, or encouraged or challenged or in some way... I don't know, inspired by other people's gifts because I, I have just chosen not to see that. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, yeah. it got me on a, in a creative way. It got me. No, I love that. No, that's a great way to, because we sometimes just think people are what they show us they are mm -hmm. on social media or what we see when we walk past them at church or at Target. And we just have no idea what greatness, well, we, and we do, that's the crazy part. We absolutely do know that those people have gifts and skills because we understand how God works. We right. understand how right. spirit works. We know those people are imbued with talents and gifts that can be used for his glory. We just, but I think we get so caught up in ourselves. I do anyway, where I go, oh, oh, you're, oh, God's not just using me. That's so weird that he would use other people. <laughs> I'm so startled by that. Oh, I am fearfully, wonderfully made, but I didn't know some of you were too. This is shocking. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. I'd see it a third time for sure. Oh my gosh. I hope we all see it multiple times and take kids to see it and like it was so you know it's so good so good 
All right, everybody, that's it for episode 96. A huge thank you to our friend Jamie Golden for joining us on this episode of the Big Boo Cast. Jamie will actually be back on the next episode, and she's going to give us a breakdown on her significant Sephora skills. You're not going to want to miss that. In the meantime, you know you can listen to Jamie on the Popcast or on the brand new Bible Binge. Thank you all so much for being here. It's a little weird to wrap this up without Melanie here, but... At this point, she's in Las Vegas at a soccer tournament. So I'm just going to do what she would do. And I'm going to say, bye, everybody. Can't wait to be with y'all again next time. Bright light city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I am just a devil with love to spare. So Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. 